0: So are these high profitability, uh, you know, with a, with a moat and reinvestment opportunities, are these companies still out there or are they getting harder to find?
1: Um, look, they are harder to find. And with technology, the market is becoming increasingly efficient. Um, I, do, I do think so. It's becoming increasingly efficient in some respects and that information is at everybody's fingertips and there's lots of people uh, doing doing what we do. But it is hard for individuals to compete with us. Mm-hmm. I do feel that there's change, maybe the sector where you are having uh, possibly a lot of people uh, because a lot of people, leave. some number of funds leaving uh, Australia, otherwise, um, yeah, leaving Australia or otherwise folding up. Because, uh, it's, it's a tough business fees. Uh, there's, there's a big focus on cost in fees. Whereas, uh, I like to feel that we, um, the real focus should be on what net returns that we are delivering. And so when you get this focus on cost, what happens is, um, everything starts going towards what they call benchmark returns. But there are stocks out there that should be worth more than what someone is paying because it's part of the index. And, and that does create opportunities for active investors. So active investors over, over the last couple of years, and this is more, more interest related, interest rate related. So interest rates have been down. What that's created is, uh, is the growth stocks. A lot of the more expensive stocks in port around the world and the markets around the world have moved up. But uh, when when interest rates start moving up and the economy starts moving, then um, you may find that some of these cyclical stocks will start moving up. But because they're not big in the index, right, they won't move up. So so you will find that the active stock pickers are always around but looking at things where there are mispricing, and a lot of those misprices come around because a lot of the passive money which is going like that continues to go into the stocks that are po- popular, they keep on going up the index, up to, the percentages keep going up, and people keep on investing in those stocks. And that does leave a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, less popular stocks behind like background opportunities for active stock pickers like ourselves.
0: A few minutes ago when we were talking about quality growth stocks, you mentioned that they're getting a little bit more expensive and that... Uh, that's been helped by falling interest rates. And there's been a lot of talk over the last few weeks about inflation possibly being more persistent than we had thought. We see the uh, US Fed chair is no longer using the term transitory to describe some of the inflation pressures that they're seeing in the US. So do you think we are at a point where for the first time in, what is it, 40-odd years, inflation may be starting to rise and persist? And if so, what might that mean for stocks?
1: Uh, yeah. No, I, I think there is a possibility of that, and I think the transitionary word is prob- taking that out. It's probably the right thing to do. Um, in the 1960s, rates did go up. Uh, sorry, inflation went up to 6% very quickly and then came back down. And I think that that's maybe what some people are thinking in Australia. Uh, we are seeing that low interest rates combined with the pandemic have left, left led to effectively the perfect storm with, I suppose, housing and uh, kind of supply issues. So the commodity, doesn't matter what, what it is, whether you're building a house and you're trying to ship things around the world, Everything has gone through, through the roof. You know, containers have gone through, I don't know what the number is, $2,000 to $9,000 a container. And uh, everything, everything is, is motoring. So, you know, even, even, for example, um, you can't, people can't get staff nowadays. So, for example, you, oh, we saw recently in America, I went to go to a restaurant that was shut on a Sunday because I couldn't get staff. Now, supposedly, that has cost the U.S. Uh, GDP 32 million, billion dollars in lost income. Um, but of course, what happens is that has this inflation effect where everybody's getting trying to get labour. Um, technology companies in Australia are having a massive problem trying to recruit people, and uh, starting salaries have gone through the roof. You know, and and given Australia has been stopping migration because of the COVID thing, then what's happening is, you know, the Australian companies that would have got these guys to migrate, got them to come to Australia, they're actually now having to work overseas. So that means that, of course, you know, when they're going down the road to go to the supermarket or going houses or whatever, all that money's going to the country they're in. So it has a lot of effect on us. But it is inflationary and when you get um, obviously inflation, you start getting interest rates moving up. And you are seeing you are seeing that happening uh in in various indices around the world and, and so uh or bond rates, bond yields like and that kind of stuff. the long term bond yields are moving up. And uh no it's 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 it is quite concerning and it does it does actually change stock valuations in the as I've said before, in interest rates when interest rates are going up, inflation uh, when infl- inflation is going up, interest rates go up. And what happens is when when a lot of people look at uh, technology stocks, for example, they will do what they do call as a discount cash flow, where they'll look at the the cash of a company moving out, put a growth rate on that, and then they'll discount it back to of dollars, and the lower the interest rate they use on discount. Means the higher the valuation. If inflation, if interest rates start going up, people discounted cash flows further out, then those particular growth stocks will get affected on their valuation. Um, and if the economy is picking up and, and inflation is going in, then there are companies like, for example, hotels, which have a fixed cost base, they'll benefit from inflation on hotel rooms, but of course, labour will go up to perhaps generally a fixed cost base. So these companies are fixed. Generally, a big cost base will will benefit. So, no, I think I think it's a, it's an issue. It, it could it could be an issue.
0: Podcast is for informational purposes only. It does not constitute financial advice or take into account the particular investment objectives, financial situations, or needs of individual listeners. Listeners should consider whether any opinions or recommendations in this podcast are suitable for their particular circumstances and, if appropriate, seek professional advice, including tax advice.